You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Christy Heiler hosts a fantastic podcast called Own It. Christy, tell us more about the show. Own It is all about celebrating women and non-binary advertising agency owners. We talk about buying out of the Boys Club of Advertising because less than 1% of ad agencies are owned by women. And where can people subscribe? You can find the podcast at untilyouownit.com. We're also on the Marketing Podcast Network at marketingpodcast.net. And of course, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You heard her. Go subscribe. Welcome to the Businesses Influencer Marketing Podcast with your hosts, Jamie Lieberman and Danielle Liss. Each week, we will help you unlock the secrets of influencer marketing through interviews with leading professionals and tips and tricks to help you scale your business. Sit back, grab a coffee, and let's talk all things influencer marketing. Hey there, this is Danielle. This is Jamie. Welcome to episode 41 of the Businesses Influencer Marketing Podcast. I'm super excited for today's episode, which is an interview with Katie Proctor and Ellie Queen of Wellovation HQ. We are going to dive into so much great information. They represent influencers as agents. They also work with brands as consultants, and they have so many good tips about working in the space as it is right now. I also love talking to them because they are a partnership just like we are. And I think that they they have such a great relationship and it just always comes through whenever I interact with them. Just like us. It's true. It's true. This is this is a love fest, I think. I love talking to other partners because I think, you know, you, partnerships often get a bum rap. You hear all the bad stories, right? I remember when we were just starting out, somebody pulled me aside and was like, oh man, partnerships are hard. I've never seen them be successful. And they're like, but you guys will be great. And I was like, what? what? <laughs> thanks. Um, thanks. <laughs> but we've been awesome. I mean, listen, it's not... I don't know. I wouldn't I wouldn't change it for a second. I love having a partner, but it's not for a lot of people, I guess. I think it's hard. I always joke it really is like having another marriage. Like oh, yeah. So like there are just times when you're like, I just want to be by myself. And yeah. now I have to talk to people and make decisions with other people. And oh, but it's honestly, I can't think of a better way to be in business. It's just it it works for us and maybe it doesn't for other everyone, but I definitely think that it's worked here for sure. I totally agree. I think the challenge, you know, for us, we have at this point now, we've been working together for quite some time. We sort of have our own language, <laughs> <laughs> right? Like we sort of know what the other one's thinking. We know. By which you read my mind, clairvoyant Ex Jamie. Exactly. But we also, sometimes I do know like when you need to sort of take a break or, you know, when I need to take a break and that's great. And so we're lucky like that. And I think the challenge is then bringing in other team members who we want to feel part of it, but also who may not read our minds yet. <laughs> they will. They will. It's true. It's true. <laughs> we are actually next month doing our first firm retreat. I'm, I'm so super excited. excited. First of all, I haven't been to Chicago in years. So I'm really excited just to get back there. And I'm not going to lie. It's going to be July in Las Vegas. It doesn't matter how hot and humid people tell me Chicago can be. I don't care. It's not going to be 120 degrees. I'm all for it. 
It is not. And it's going to be fun. We basically, we picked Chicago because our team is kind of all over the country and this was the middle. <laughs> and I love Chicago <laughs> too. I am going back to Chicago in September for the type A conference, which is happening at the end of September in Chicago. I'm very excited about that, but I love it. I go to Chicago, I think many times a year. I was there in February. I'll be back in July and in September again. And I actually go, I have some friends that live in Chicago, so I go personally, but it's a great city. We're going to have a lot of fun and do a lot of really good planning. Everybody's super excited for goat yoga. Nobody's doing goat yoga. We're going to a spa. (laughs) (laughs) Jamie's super into the animals. It's great. (laughs) This is an ongoing theme. But yeah, no, I'm, I do love listening to other people who are in partnerships. And we have a couple of other upcoming episodes and interviews that we're doing with partnerships. So it's kind of fun to see and to get something from each partnership about how they work together, who does what. I find people definitely fall into different roles. Do you find yourself categorizing people by who's the Jamie and who's the Danielle? Yes. <laughs> Or when I talk to people, I'm like, that's me. No, no, Danielle does that. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. I think it just takes certain, when you find the, the right fit in a partnership, I think people just sort of take naturally take on certain roles. Because if you hear people and you're like, oh, that's two Danielles, good luck to you. Yeah, you no, know, it's it's one of those things where you're like, you need somebody who's going to kind of balance out the so relationship. Like, and like when we talked with Mary a couple episodes back about our team and about our dynamic and personality and how we both communicate and work best, it was so clear. We literally made a whole person. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. It's- it's scary to think about that on our own, we may just be half a person, yes. but let's not look at it that way. Let's look no, at it no. as making a whole. No, we found, <laughs> our, we found our other business half. That's exactly right. <laughs> we'll have to do an upcoming episode that's really just about partnerships because I think that sometimes the entrepreneurial journey can just get a little bit lonely and sometimes people think, I want to get a partner, but they don't know what to do and what to look for. So we'll have to explore that at some point and just kind of talk to people about what that what that looks like and how to balance it out. I love this idea. Yeah, we're doing it. It's happening. It's happening, people. It'll be sometime. Okay. This is actually how Danielle and I communicate. She's like, we should do that. (laughs) Like, we should do that. And it's done. It's so true. So let's jump in to talk a little bit about what we're going to hear on today's episode, because I'm really excited about this one. I think they have so much good information to share. Wellevation HQ is a niche consulting group that supports influencers and brands in the wellness industry. Katie Proctor and Ellie Queen offer their expertise to help both brands and influencers create strategic partnerships that deliver on both results and authenticity while building lasting relationships in the process. And relationship is a theme that you are going to hear so much in this interview. I just, I love the way that they do business. I think it's really important and it's a somewhat different spin on a world that can be somewhat transactional these days. So before we jump into the interview, let's take a quick break for a word from our sponsor.
This episode is brought to you by Hashtag Legal. Hashtag Legal is a full-service law firm specializing in influencer marketing, social media, and service professionals. We offer a wide range of services, contract review and drafting, trademark and copyright registration and monitoring, FTC advice and disclosures, and full site reviews, including drafting site terms and conditions and privacy policies. Check us out at www.hashtag-legal.com. Katie and Ellie, we are so excited to have you on the podcast today. I'm going to give everybody a little secret here and say your company is one of my favorites in the influencer marketing space. So I am really excited for everyone to learn more about you and your services. Can you tell us a little bit about how you got started? So for me, it's just been the natural evolution of my career. I am actually a registered dietitian and never practiced as a traditional RD. So I went straight to working for a PR agency out of undergrad and evolved into a brand management role um, within the natural products industry. And throughout that time, just really loved the work that I was doing on the brand and agency side, connecting our business goals and working with third-party endorsers, technically, whether that be influencers, registered dietitians, other experts to help tell our story. And that's really how I became passionate about this field in the first place. Ellie, tell me a little bit about your background. How did you come into the influencer marketing space? Yeah, so Katie and I have a similar background in the food marketing space. We actually worked together at a large food company about six or seven years ago, and Katie actually interviewed me for the job. So she was my boss for a little bit. Like Katie was saying, we both on the brand side really enjoyed the influencer marketing side of what we were doing. The work I was doing was more focused on social and digital marketing for food brands, did a lot of work working with bloggers um, to create recipes and things like that and develop some good relationships with a few of the folks that I would use time and time again. And we kind of saw a need for someone to be the in-between between the brand and the influencer and using our expertise and our experience on the brand side to help those influencers be better partners to those brands. Your business at Wellovation HQ has evolved quite a bit in the past couple of years. Tell me about the type of work that you are both doing now. Really, our goal right now is all about relationships. And I think that is what really helps us stand out and what's become kind of a crowded space is that influencer marketing which from your background, I'm sure that you've seen in multiple different ways, sometimes can feel really transactional. And we wanted to come in and bring the people focus back to the business of influencer marketing. We're all about creating uh, long-term relationships, mutually beneficial partnerships, and helping both parties understand themselves better. So whether we're working with a brand, helping them plan a campaign, helping them create a new strategy, or representing influencers kind of as an agent relationship and connecting them to brands, that's always our number one focus. I love the fact that you do work with influencers as an agent, because that is one of the things that we hear from people all of the time. And I see it in Facebook groups. We've heard 
I want an agent. I just want to do the creative side and I want somebody to help me get those campaigns. And I know that's a service you offer. So tell us a little bit more about that service and what type of influencers you work with. Our kind of the focus of our business is in the health and wellness space overall. So that encompasses everything from food bloggers, recipe developers, registered dietitians, fitness bloggers, and just overall healthy lifestyle bloggers. So it's it's a big group, but we like to say that it kind of covers the health and wellness space. And in terms of the size of people that we work with, we work with people that are what we would say are well-developed, mid-sized to large bloggers that are making income off of their blog as a business. And that's kind of the core of the agent representation side of things. But we're also launching an online course, which I know we're going to talk a little bit more about later, that's meant for people that are just starting out and want to learn how to partner with brands. So we do have kind of both offerings, no matter where you are on that spectrum in the growth of your business. And like Katie said, I would say we're really for people that want to create long-term partnerships with brands. Um, Maybe you don't have the time to proactively pitch brands. Maybe you just really love photography and recipe development and you want someone else to handle those conversations with brands that can sometimes be uncomfortable when you're talking about rates and money and um, compensation and things like that. So we really act as kind of that go-between and that agent relationship for them. I love that. One of the areas that I think people really struggle with, particularly those from the more creative side, is the pitch. We hear a lot of times, I don't want to send it. And our theory on pitching is, what's the worst you're going to hear? No, it's not something that you have to get super hung up on. But it still tends to be a struggle area for many people in the space. Do you have a tip that you can give to influencers for crafting better pitches? Yes, that's such a great question. And we have a lot of interaction with people on the brand side. And one thing that we would recommend is tell and show a brand how you're already using their products in that pitch. We think this really helps you stand out. So maybe it's a recipe on your blog where you mention them or their product is obviously used in that recipe. Or maybe it's an Instagram story video where you are showing like what's in your pantry and it happens to show their product. Or maybe it's in conversation on social media and you end up recommending the product to one of your readers or followers. Any insight, any examples that you can give brands of ways that you are a genuine fan already, I think will really make you stand out because people on the brand side and people on the agency side, that are working on these influencer marketing campaigns receive a ton of email and you don't want yours to come across as, you know, a copy and paste. um, I'm just looking for work kind of thing. We really, you know, value those long-term partnerships. And part of that I think is demonstrating that you really are a genuine fan of the brand and that you want to create not just a transaction, but a true relationship. I love this concept of relationship because I think that that is something that I'm hearing a lot more about from people where they don't just want these sort of one-off transactions. They want something that is a longer term commitment and so that they can really be more of a brand ambassador. So I'm curious from you, what type of campaigns are you seeing more of lately, particularly since you work both on the brand side and on the influencer side? Are you seeing things go longer term? We're definitely seeing brands recognize. Well, first, I think you're always going to see isolated campaigns because brands are going to have goals or objectives that they're trying to promote at any given season in their business that they built into their marketing plan where they may want to integrate influencers. That could be a new product launch, a market opening, or a specific theme. Let's say there's, you know, food months. So if there's a food month coming up that's relevant to 
a specific brand, they may want to do something specific in that month to really just like help raise awareness about what they're doing. So I don't think that that is ever going to go away. What we really like to do when we see those opportunities come through is one, understand that it is reasonable for a brand to want to kind of test out a partnership before they go all in with a specific person. Because at the end of the day, they want someone who's going to be fabulous to work with that is going to give them results, but also just have that kind of it factor. They're communicative, they're reporting back, they're not like disappearing once they get the contract signed. So we understand that that's kind of always happening on the back end. But then it's our goal to say what's next, what's next after this campaign, how can we or our influencer partners continue to support the brand. When we are counseling brands on their overall strategies, we're always recommending several month partnerships. Um, and the proposals that we often when we're proactively pitching influencers to brands are always multi month partnerships, because it does help with that trust and loyalty from not only the influencer, but their audience. We all know with social media that not every single person in your audience is going to see a single piece of your content. So you need to build in frequency so that one, more people have the chance to see it, but also so that they actually associate you, you with that brand. They realize that, okay, yes, he or she really does love this brand. They are providing a lot of valuable information and content about it. Now I want to go do something and take an action, go buy it, go try it, you know, use this discount code. And ultimately, that's why brands are working with influencers in the first place. They want to reach their target audience through a credible third party resource. So it's really, really important for us to say like, hey, people need to see and hear about you from this person multiple times before they're going to do that. That's really great to hear. I think that's something that a lot of influencers are really interested in is pursuing some of those longer term relationships. So I like the tips that you gave there, as well as talking about kind of what you're seeing from brands. So if you are doing a one off campaign, I think it's important for people to remember this can turn into so much more. It really is about that relationship you're creating. I also want to get your input on what types of campaigns are you seeing more of in terms of channels? For a while there, it seemed like everybody was getting really gung ho on Snapchat campaigns and now I think I'm seeing a lot more sponsored content on Instagram stories. So I'm really curious from your perspective, what are you hearing from brands are the channels they're most interested in? And what are you seeing influencers as preferring? Yeah, that's a great question. So I think Instagram stories, especially with the swipe up feature that they offer has really changed the game in terms of being able to link out to content, something that Snapchat really wasn't ever able to do. And so I think we've seen that natural shift because of that. I also think that Instagram has been a around longer. And so most often people have a larger following on Instagram. So it just made more sense um, and was a natural flow for them to start using stories for that kind of behind the scenes content. And I think influencers really like it because it feels really authentic, this the stories feature, because it's, you know, kind of pulling back that curtain and that behind the scenes look at, you know, this influencer really is a real person. And I think it allows people to showcase, you know, the work that they're doing in a different way and being able to mention brands in a quick way, knowing 
it's going to disappear in 24 hours just kind of gives that insight inside information into that influencer's life and i think in a broader sense you know social media can be a tricky thing with algorithms changing facebook viral videos were big for a while and so it's a constantly evolving channel and just way to market yourself and so i think as an influencer it's smart just to stay ahead of those trends and also consistently take a look at your content and what's performing well and where your audience really is. For some people that might not be Instagram and maybe it's Facebook, maybe it's your Facebook group. We've seen a lot of influencers create Facebook groups for their blog where they can direct people and have more um, one-to-one communication, create that two-way conversation with their fans. So we've, we've seen a lot of that as well. One thing I would add is that we really encourage influencers to advocate for themselves and act more as a strategic consultant or advisor when they're working with brands. So we have had brands who have come back and said that they don't understand the value of Instagram stories because it disappears. So then it's really up to the influencer to be able to educate them on why it matters, how their audiences are responding to it, and why you know they should incorporate that in a campaign by really understanding their numbers, the landscape of social media. I think that is one thing as the space gets more crowded is it's not enough just to have a community. You have to really be savvy about communicating back to brands, how they'll also gain value out of a specific channel or promotion. I will throw out there for brands who may be listening. I have purchased more than one thing through these swipe up through Instagram stories on it's dangerous (laughs) it's almost like the Amazon buy now button it's yes dangerous it can be especially in the late night hours Anyway, so one thing I want to make sure people know is if people are interested in approaching you to explore whether an agent relationship makes sense, where can they go to learn more? We have an application process actually on our website, which is wellevationhq.com. There's a tab that says for influencers, which is actually where you can learn about the agent relationship as well as the online training program that we're uh, putting together right now. We review applications on a quarterly basis. We have been really blessed to have a way list and want to make sure that we always have capacity to serve whoever we agree to take on in the best way that we can and also make sure that everyone is the right fit for us based on what they're looking to get out of the relationship and based on our philosophy, which is advocacy for the brand, long-term relationships. Ellie and I have talked a lot about what our representation process looks like, especially as we've seen, you know, a lot of other talent managers out there. It's an interesting trend. You see modeling agencies branching out into representing influencers. And for us, it's our goal to help people get incremental business with their dream brands. We tend to work with people who have projects kind of coming their way here and there, but it may not be, they may not have the creative freedom that they're looking for. It may not be long-term enough. It may not be with the exact right brands. So our goal is to really help them get to the point where they are working with their favorite brands in the way that they want to. So now I'd like to take a quick look at your perspective on influencer marketing, kind of where things are. So what are some trends that you are seeing on the brand side? 
Yes, there's a few things um, that we're seeing. So we've talked a lot about long-term partnerships today already, but that's definitely a trend that we're seeing. We've had several brands approach us to help them strategize about what their year plan looks like for working with influencers. So they like to have people throughout the year at the ready who they know produce quality work and are great to work with. Um, and also that people that you know naturally match that brand's messaging and the audience that that brand is trying to reach. So brands really like to have this you know, a list of, of people that they can count on, whether they have a negotiated, you know, year long partnership, or if it's just people that they're able to pull in at any time when they have these campaigns coming up. So I think long term partnerships is a big thing that we'll continue to see as well and really integrating influencer marketing into the overall marketing plan. We've also seen some out of the box partnerships with influencers. So you know, taking the influencer marketing space and even taking it outside of the digital world. Um, I think of the Nom Nom Paleo and Whole Foods partnership, those out of the box things. I think we're going to continue to see more and more as these influencers really position themselves as trusted resources for their audience. Another thing that we've seen is a trend towards social media only partnerships. Brands will often come to influencers wanting content on the influencers blog, but we're seeing a shift to just wanting that social media promotion, whether the brand's goal is to grow their followers or just spread awareness on social. We've seen a lot of that recently. We always recommend balancing these the social media only partnerships for brands with some more evergreen SEO friendly content as well, just because of the nature of social media with algorithms changing and things on stories only staying on there for 24 hours. We want to make sure that they really are getting the best bang for their buck in terms of those partnerships. And lastly, you know, kind of as an add on to that social media only partnerships, we've also seen brands integrating influencer content into their social advertising plans. So this can oftentimes be negotiated as a part of the contract, Danielle, which you would be more of an expert at than we are. But one thing we're seeing is brands, you know, reutilizing the content that is created, whether it's a video, um, a link to a recipe and plugging that into paid social advertising so that it gives that content more legs and can continually bring in visitors and fans to the brands. So knowing where some of these trends are going, what kind of practices do you recommend for influencers who are really looking to build their business? So I think there's a couple of really simple things that might sound kind of dumb, but I think they often get overlooked. And these are things like be professional, do what you say you're going to do and be a good communicator. I think what we hear time and time again from brands when they get frustrated with influencer marketing it's because of little things like this. Oftentimes, influencer marketing is just one aspect of what this person on the brand side is doing. And so anything that you can do to make their lives easier with communication and being a good partner, I think will really make you stand out. And then there's a couple other bigger picture things. I think, you know, helping brands solve their problems is a huge, huge one. We often hear that brands like to hear from influencers, you know, what what's working for you? I think brands really view the influencers as experts in their audience, in their kind of world. And so they want to um, have those ideas coming in. So as an influencer, don't be afraid to propose ideas, things that are working for you. It might spark some new ideas for the brand and some new partnerships that could come your way. Another one that we hear a lot of is ROI. So how do you report back on results? And I think it's important to kind of take a step back and make sure that when you are negotiating a partnership with a brand, ask questions like this in advance. So when you're figuring out what the deliverables are, ask what, what are the brand's goals? What does a successful partnership 
ownership look like to them. And if you're able to understand that, you can make sure that when you report back, you're speaking directly to those brand goals and really positioning yourself like, you know, I helped you achieve these things. And then I think that can oftentimes spiral into a more longer term partnership when brands see that you're proactively looking at performance, because at the end of the day, that's what the brand is going to be judged on. And then lastly, I think just being you being authentic, um, having your own voice, cultivating a community, and using and promoting products that you really love. I think at the end of the day, the brand work will come your way when you're able to just be yourself and um, create that community that brands really want to tap into. These are such good tips. And I echo so many of these things. Um, just in at other times, we've talked a lot about the reporting and making sure that you know how brands are measuring success. Because if they're looking for how many times a discount code is used, and you're measuring how many views a video had, it's not the same thing. So you want to make sure that you know in advance what those goals are, because that's really going to help you, number one, craft your content, but number two, show how you were successful. So I absolutely love that tip. Yeah. And I think it helps you also evaluate the partnership better too from as an influencer. If if you know that coupon codes and discount codes don't work well for your audience, don't be afraid to you know, communicate that to the brand because at the end of the day, everybody wants it to be successful. And so if you know it's something that's not going to work for your audience, don't be afraid to say no and then offer an alternate solution or a different way to work together that you know works with your audience. Very good. So before we wrap up, I want to make sure everyone knows about the new program that you're offering. And okay, I am super biased because I contributed as a guest expert on the legal side, but I really do passionately believe about the content that you are offering. Can you tell us a bit more about Influencer MBA? Absolutely. So as you mentioned, a lot of people are looking to have that agent to work with them and help represent them in brand partnerships. We want to be able to share that exact process we use with our clients with anyone so that they can take those tools, those skills, those strategies and apply them to their own business. So when we were going into this, it was really important for this to be different than other courses, programs out there. And that's kind of why we went the MBA route because it really is business training. We are giving the participants a sneak peek into what brands are actually looking for with Ellie and I being very entrenched in the industry from our previous corporate careers. And then now we did a lot of surveying and research with brands to find out exactly what they want and what they're looking for to inform this program instead of kind of having it from the perspective of this is what I've done. This is what's worked for me. It's, hey, this is what the decision makers are looking for. So we're going to actually walk participants through a process from understanding their unique strengths and how they can serve a brand to getting noticed by brands, drafting amazing proposals to reporting back on the success and extending the relationship even further. So again, the exact process that we use, and we've also built in some really unique case studies so that we're actually sharing these real life scenarios that have happened to us in conversations relevant to what we were just talking about if a brand is dissatisfied with the results of a campaign or a partnership, encouraging people to really think through how are you going to handle that? How are you going to respond? How ultimately, I think the ultimate goal with the Influencer MBA as a whole is like, how do you be seen as a go-to resource that a brand wants to work with again and again by being a professional, by being great to work with, by over-delivering all of those things that brands have told us that is that matters. 
to them. So we've created a link for everybody. We are, as I said, I am a guest expert on the program. Um, this isn't an affiliate link. This is just to make it easier for people to find it. It's businesses.com slash influencer MBA. And we will also include a link in the show notes so that you can find it. I love the content that you are offering in this program. And I think it is incredibly valuable. All of the the templates and the things like that that you have, but really your real life experience negotiating these types of campaigns for influencers, I think is absolutely invaluable. Um, We're also offering two options for how you take the course. We know everybody works differently. So there's one option that's a self-study where you'll get all the information at one time and can work through it on your own. We're also doing a guided eight week program where People will have access to Katie and I to ask us questions and talk through things in real time. So we'll tackle one chapter each week and be able to give real-time feedback, answer your questions, and all that good stuff. And are there any other places where people could learn more? We're going to be hosting a webinar on the 26th at noon Mountain Time. And the goal of that webinar is going to be all about getting longer-lasting and better-paying partnerships. Of course, we'll be sharing more about the Influencer MBA, but it's really important to us that the content in the webinar is meaningful and actionable whether or not you sign up for the training program. So no matter what, we would love to have you on the webinar. And I know Danielle can include the link to that as well. We will. Okay, before we wrap up, I would love to ask you guys both our rapid fire questions. Does that sound good? Yes. Okay. So we'll start with Katie on the answers because otherwise I'm never going to remember the order we went in. (laughs) So question number one, coffee or tea? Coffee. Coffee. Number two, what's your favorite book? It can be business or not business. The Success Principles. Haven't read it. Adding it to my list. And mine is actually Shoe Dog, which is about Phil Knight, the founder of Nike. Adding that to my list, too. (laughs) Excellent. Question number three. What was the first thing that you did to celebrate success in your business? What's something you did for yourself? I'm curious what Ellie will say if it's (laughs) the same, but... What was most meaningful or special to me was we had a Christmas party this year and (laughs) it was just her and I and our husbands. We went out to dinner at a really nice restaurant, but to me, it just made everything feel real. You know, it was like, hey, we did this in corporate. Let's have our own Christmas party. Christmas party of four. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. I love it. That's so awesome. Um, Question number four is, do you have a word for the year? If so, what is it? For me, it's streamline. Hmm. And mine actually, I'm a, so I'm a new mom. I have a three month old daughter and um, I wanted my word to be balance, but that seems very overwhelming for me in this particular time to try to balance work and life and being a mom. So instead of, I'm kind of reframing it instead of balance, it's being present. So whatever I'm doing at that time, being super present at that thing. That's awesome. Okay, question number five, which often tends to be divisive, um, Apple or PC? PC all the way. Apple all the way. (laughs) (laughs) You're like me and Jamie, you're a house divided. I love it. Yes. (laughs) And now as we're closing out, can you tell everyone where they can find you? Yes. So we would love for you to keep up with us in our private Facebook group for um, anyone who's just interested in working with brands in any way. It's called WHQ Insiders. So Danielle, will get you the link for that. We're also on Instagram at WellEvationHQ. We love to share tips and then also the cool things that some of our partners are doing with brands just to give you ideas. And then our website, WellEvationHQ.com. Thank you so much for joining us. I hope people learned a ton and I hope that everyone is going to think about the Influencer MBI. Thank Thank you. you so much. 
That was such a great interview, Danielle. I loved hearing from them. They had such good information. They are really great. I know a number of influencers that they represent as agent, and I hear nothing but raves about them. So I'm really excited to see how their business continues growing. And I just think that they are absolutely experts in the field. And I'm, I definitely really recommend their course, their influencer MBA. So if you want more information, go to businessease.com slash influencer MBA and check out what they're offering. Fan girls. It's true. It's so true. And for show notes for this episode, you can go to businessease.com slash episode 41. And join us in the Businesses HQ. You can find us at businesses.com slash HQ. Thanks so much. And we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Business Ease Influencer Marketing Podcast. Please subscribe if you haven't already. If you like the podcast, we'd love if you give us a review in Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Your reviews help new listeners find us. If you have any questions, you can email us at questions at businessease.com. We'd really love to hang out with you in our Facebook group, the Business Ease HQ. To join, visit businessease.com slash HQ. We want to give a big thank you to our producer, Don Jackson of the Raven Media Group for making us sound so very good. Thanks for joining us and we'll talk to you again next week. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.